everybody. Welcome to the podcast. I'm so excited today. We are here to talk about summer movies. And this is something that I, way back in 2012, I wrote an article on my blog about what I thought was special about summer movies. Of course, we think about blockbusters during this time of year, but it's a really, it, you know, the cream of the crop as far as sort of pot populist kind of favorites, like just really fun movies. And uh, so I'm really excited to talk about this. And I have my friend Rob from Movie Rob uh, blog is here. And thank you so much for coming on the podcast again. You're very welcome. Thank you very much for inviting me. Yeah. So how have you been? We talked last in February, I believe. Um, I'm yeah. doing great. You know, yeah. still watching a few movies every day, reviewing a few movies every day. Um, I just passed my uh, 5,300 uh, uh, movie review mark. Amazing. Amazing. Uh, I mean, I'm, I'm on my way to my 5,400, even though, you know, I still have another 80 to go. But, uh, you know, for me, that's still, you know, I'm yeah. on my way. That's really impressive. Have you found any hidden gems uh, in the last I couple always months? I always yeah. do. Yeah. <laughs> that's really cool. I, I, you amaze me with that. It's really impressive to me and have you seen any of the new releases that that really stood out to you um that stood out i mean i saw endgame which mm -hmm. uh stands out for everybody and we'll yeah at this point. Um, uh i actually just saw aladdin the other day mm -hmm. um which which i i liked but i didn't like as much as the original i'm, I'm not yeah. the biggest fan of of these uh you know live action mm -hmm. yeah um, me either <laughs> of all of them that i've seen only one of them can I really say, in my opinion, surpasses the the animated one, and that's Dumbo. And that has to do with the oh. fact that, that I've, I've always found Dumbo really boring. Mm. Um, and it usually puts me to sleep. Mm. Uh, but uh, I, I also I enjoyed Dumbo. I What do you think of Pete's Dragon, the remake? No, I didn't yeah. like that at all. Oh, you didn't like it? Huh? And, I, and I love Robert Redford, but I just... It wasn't for you. Fair nope. enough. <laughs> that one's my favorite. And I and I do I don't know if I like it. I mean, I definitely like that one better than the original. I'm not like the biggest fan of the original Peach Dragon. But uh uh but I I I like I really liked Cinderella, but I I you know, I still like the animated one better cuz I just love the animated Cinderella. But right. yeah, it's not... just a waste that they're they're remaking all these as live actions. Yeah. I agree. I, I, uh, I don't know. I just, and I just feel like there's this general attitude that somehow up that putting in live action is an upgrade, which I disagree with because I love animation. <laughs> I don't think it's an upgrade. I feel loving or, or, or not loving animations. The idea that the, the story just doesn't flow as well, especially yeah. it's, it's a, a almost, they're, they're almost frame by frame remakes. Yeah. Um, yes, they change a few things here and there and stuff like that. But, yeah. but in general, it's the same story. I mean, but longer. If, <laughs> but longer. And, and they they keep the music to all of them, and they might add a song here or there. Yeah. But the, the songs that they add are never as good as yeah. the, the originals were. I so something some just it it just feels pointless. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I agree. You know, rent the the animated one, and you'll get get a better experience than having to go spend money to go watch the, the new one in the theater, which especially special effects are always great. There's no question about that. Mm -hmm. Yeah. But yeah. when you make when in animation, they didn't need the special effects. Right. 
yeah and it just clips along and just so much fun but i one that surprised me that was a main release is i thought the fighting with my family was was actually really sweet and really solid and i i ended up enjoying it and i have no interest in wrestling like at all so i went into it kind of skeptical but i, I don't know i just thought it had a really nice heart to it about this family and so that's one i would recommend that uh from the last couple of months okay i actually wasn't a fan of that one at oh all. you didn't like I it didn't, huh? I, didn't like, I didn't like it at all oh okay fair enough um, yeah that, that's one of the things that i love about discussing movies we all have so many varying <laughs> things. Yeah. Some people like things. Some people will not like things. Some people will love things. Some people will hate them. Yeah, and it just adds to, to the to the fun of it all, being able to discuss it. You know, yeah. and the fact that you liked fighting with your family doesn't mean that I'm going to say, "Oh, I'm not going to talk to Rachel anymore because she doesn't <laughs> like that yeah. I don't like." Because I don't yeah. care. You know, right. I have my opinion. my opinion is, is that I don't think it was that great of a movie. You think it's a better movie? Yeah, and I'm I'm okay with that. Sure. Know? Yeah. Um, yeah. I, I, that's, yeah, you're absolutely right. Like nobody's opinion is wrong. I, I think you should try to have some reasons. Uh, but you, uh, yours for, is, but, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and I, but yeah, I think that people that take it so personal, I, I have a hard time understanding. I think I maybe have mm, maybe three or four movies that I would call like relationship enders like this person has to at least put up with me watching it like they don't have to love it but they can't give me grief i have to be able to watch it because i love it like i love little mermaid i love, i love sound of music i love there's a few in there that i just love and uh, so you have to i mean any relationship you should respect <laughs> but if somebody hated those movies i would struggle a little bit uh, but anyway uh, <laughs> I love the movie Your Name, uh, which is an anime film. But anyway, it's it's an interesting thing. And people, yeah, just calm down. <laughs> I got a lot of flack for not liking Shazam. That was that was my definitely my big controversial. I, I, I must say, I lo I thought Shazam was a fun movie. It wasn't yeah. the best superhero movie around. Yeah. Uh, and I mean, being a fan of DC. I'm, I'm really looking forward to Green Lantern next year. Um, and I hope that they're able to do that one really well, oh. especially with the special effects and stuff like that. Um, I didn't even know they were doing that. I didn't know that was a thing. Uh, yeah. But obviously the DC movies are, are not as popular and, and they're, they're, they're not as mainstream as yeah. the, the stuff that they've been doing with the MCU. Um, I still like them. I still go and go, I'll, I'll still watch them because, because I have such a, a long history with all of these characters. Yeah. Um, because, when I, as a kid, when I collected comics, I collected solely DC. So, like, yeah. I'm a big fan of Superman and Batman and, and Green Lantern and Green Arrow, and I can go on and on. And I can start mentioning yeah. a lot of people, that, <laughs> a lot of a lot of of superheroes that most people listening to this probably have never even heard of. Mm. Uh, you know, like my favorite superhero is a guy named Captain Atom, which I'm sure no one. Uh, I'm, have you ever heard of it? I think I've heard of it. Is that Black Adam or is that someone different? No, 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 no. no oh, okay. No. <laughs> Just because no, I no. think The Rock was going to play Black Adam. That's the only reason I heard of it. Exactly. No, no, no. It's, uh, <laughs> whatever. Okay. We're not, we're not going to go there. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Fair enough. Uh, yeah. Uh, I, they haven't been my favorite movies, but I, I try to go to every movie with hope and i loved you'll see i actually have a dc movie on my list so you'll see <laughs> uh but anyway my original my original 
uh, six best from back in 2012. So really at the very beginning, and I just was pretty close to just starting blogging. I, I had uh, Up as on my list because it just has like a spirit of adventure and travel. And it's one of my favorite movies. And then I had When Harry Met Sally because like half the movie is a road trip. And that's very summer to me. Once again, you're talking about your summer movies. Okay. Summer movies, yeah. No, I, I, uh, but you're uh, once uh, you're talking about movies that came out in the summer or featured the summer. Feature the summer. That's how I took it. But and no, but it's all right if you took it a different. Okay, okay. Yeah, I that's fine. I took a different. I took it from the perspective that these were the the, the movies that came out that, that oh. were featured in the summer. Well, that that's that's just as valid for sure. And then I have for no, this is on my old list. I have Endless Summer, which is a really great surfing documentary from way back in the '60s. And it's, the idea is they move all around the globe to find a place that's summer. So they have the whole year is summer, and they're shooting this surfing. It was a pretty groundbreaking documentary. Anyway, it's really good. And then I have Inception. That was sort of my blockbuster back then that I was really into and I loved. And uh, and then I have 12 Angry Men. Because <laughs> to me, that's such a good movie about like using heat. And they just, okay. the way that they're just so drenched and it's like it gets hotter and they're all putting up the windows and fiddling with the, with the fan. And I don't know, it just, it adds to the tension and it builds and builds and builds. So that was when I thought of, and then I have the 500 days of summer as my last choice, uh, probably for obvious reasons. And I do, I love that. I do love that movie. So anyway, that's my old list. So now we're going to my new list. And uh, so we're, we have a top six that we're going to do. And at least mine are not really in numerical order. So I shouldn't say top six. We just have six. And uh, so what do you have as your first movie that you want to talk about? Okay. All right. Well, basically, I, 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 when, when we were discussing this, uh, what type of topic we were going to use, so my impression was we were dealing with, okay, what movies were, were summer blockbusters? Yeah. I mean, everyone knows that the, the very first summer blockbuster, uh, from, from that perspective, which, which they, they realized that, hey, this is the time where we can actually make a, a, a whole lot of money by, 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 you know, having something come out around Fourth of July weekend or something like that, and just get a lot of people to to start going to the theater to see these these action thrillers and stuff like that. And that was back in 1975 when Jaws came out. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And ever since then, every summer there are tons of movies that come out, but there's there's usually some, at least one big blockbuster that that, that tries to come out. There. So I was yeah. looking at it from that perspective. Yeah. That what were the movies over the last uh, you know, 44 years, you know, that, that, that in some ways defined a particular summer. So yeah. when I was thinking about it, I was like, okay, what, what's, when I'm looking at it from my perspective, mm-hmm. so, I mean, I, I, I was born in 74. Okay. So uh, for me, my, my, uh, you know, the, the, the mid to late eighties and, and, and nineties uh, was the prime of, of, yeah. of my uh, movie watching, uh, experience you know as as a kid a teenager you know a young adult or everyone uh think so i i looked at it from that perspective yeah. that what came out then that that really said something mm-hmm. because now as, as a movie blogger so it's, it's very different because you know i'll i'll watch anything because i want to see everything you know it's not as a question of 
of saying, okay, this is going to be the best movie of the summer. This is the movie I'm going to go see. Because, um, yeah. you know, there are a lot of them. Unfortunately, you know, uh, the, in, in some ways, the, the, the movies that, that are being made nowadays are, are not on par with, with the, the type of blockbusters that were made before. Mm-hmm. Because the ones, the ones now are, are more for, you know, action and style as opposed to story. Um, yeah. So actually, the six movies that I that I picked actually have fun, enjoyable stories. Also, I mean, one of them you might say is is completely popcorn fare, uh, but the rest are all really good good uh, type of movies that 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 uh, that to me define what a summer blockbuster should be or would be, whatever you want to call it. So my first one I'm going to discuss is the Independence Day, which came out in 1996. Mm. Okay. Um, yeah. I mean, I remember when that came out, it came out July 4th weekend. I remember going to see see it in the theater and just being, you know, my my jaw just dropped open and stayed open for the entire movie because it was such an amazing uh, movie-watching experience in the theater. Yeah. Yeah, I really enjoyed that back in, uh, in, uh, what, what year did you say, 1998? No, 96. 96, sorry. I really enjoyed it as well. I, I found it didn't hold up quite as well as I would like, but it, yeah, as far as that theater experience, and I think it's 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 back. I feel like there was more, like star power was more of a thing in the eighties and nineties, and Will, Will Smith, and uh, is just so charismatic, and Jeff Goldblum is so great, and then his final speech is so great, so well done that it really helps elevate it. Because one thing that really annoys me about modern blockbusters is I, I say is too many people staring at screens is they think that this is somehow exciting and particularly like an example the last uh fast and furious movie to me had so many scenes with people staring at screens and i'm like this is very boring like it's not exciting to me at all and and so but i in in retrospect there are quite a few scenes in independence day with people staring at screens and even way more in the sequel but uh, but I, I think that it has enough of that action and just enough of that sheer charisma to and, and enough of those just ridiculous over the top action scenes where you know the 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 White House is getting blown up and this kind of a thing that I think it really does does work. So yeah, it's a fun choice. And Jaws, great choice because it, well, I didn't it, use it as my choice. I just mentioned it. In, oh, uh, just mention it. Yeah. Yeah. I do love Jaws, though. I, I think I don't want to waste my my six or six if we want to do it that way. Okay, but uh, but I do love Jaws. I think it holds up very well, and it it's it's a great summer movie, even with any criteria, because it's all set at the beach and it's all uh, it's it's a really good good one. But my number six, I have or my sixth choice, I have Wonder Woman, and like I said, I have a DC choice and. I, I get it that technically it has some flaws with Aries and some other things, but I just have such an emotional connection to this movie. I, every time I watch it, even I've seen it so many times, I cry because I just love the, the whole sort of message of this, basically this godlike character that comes to realize the, the frailty and lack of humanity that man can show to other men because she is just so sure that aries is making this happen 
And if she confronts Ares, she's going to stop this evil. And she can't. And I just found that so devastating. And, uh, and, and yet she decides, because of, the, because of her love for Steve Trevor, she decides to love anyway and to serve anyway. And it just really works for me, and I absolutely love it. And I, I just love Gal Gadot in the role, and I think she brings so much warmth and so uh so she's so sweet and i love her and uh steve and chris pine together i think are so great and i even like her little band of kind of misfits i think they're very sweet and and i didn't care about the cgi because i was so invested in the character that it just didn't matter to me and it was just a movie that i love and i I, I just seem to never, it seems to never not be able to make me cry, get emotionally invested. And uh, so I, I just love it. So, and it's a big comic book movie blockbuster. So it's my number six. Okay. Um, I mean, I, I enjoyed it also. I, I've only seen it once. I saw it when it was in theater. Mm. It was, it was a very fun theater experience. There's no question about that. Um, yeah. But... <laughs> it 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 fits into the 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 way that superhero movies are being made nowadays, mm-hmm. where they're just being turned out, and they're fun, and they're enjoyable, um, but but something still felt missing in in the thing. Part of it might be that that when I think of Chris Pine, I now think of uh, um, of James uh, Kirk, and it's very hard for me to see him, you know, James T. Kirk in everything because you have. James C. Kirk and Wonder Woman, and James C. Kirk as Jack Ryan, and James C. Kirk, you know, it just goes on and on and on, because he plays uh, Kirk really, really well. Yeah. Uh, so in my mind, that's, that's, that's who he is. Um, the, the story is, is done well, okay? Mm-hmm. Um, I like the, the way that, 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 that they, they, uh, they don't go with the Hollywood happy ending, Mm-hmm. That uh, sorry if I spoiled anything for anyone who hasn't seen it yet, but it's been two years, so yeah. <laughs> I, I guess I can sort of yeah. Be, I that. really liked that um, too because there was real stakes and real loss, and it's just a movie that I understand why it doesn't emotionally connect with everybody, but it emotionally connected with me, and so it, it's one that I really love, and uh, so. Uh, what do you have at number number five? Okay, my number five is another movie that came out in the early nineties, uh, Terminator Two: Judgment Day. Oh, so good! It came out in nineteen ninety one. Again, mm-hmm. I remember when I went to go see this in the theater, and I remember, first of all, I had seen the first Terminator numerous times beforehand, and I remember the trailers coming out for for, for Terminator Two. And this was back in the day when trailers didn't give away the entire movie, and they made you guess even more. They 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 made the the trailer the trailer made us believe at least back then. Uh, obviously, if I were to rewatch it now, I might think differently. But back then, they made people believe that it was going to be Schwarzenegger versus Schwarzenegger. Mm-hmm. You know, that they're going to have a good Terminator and a bad Terminator. The ones going to fight it out. Um, and obviously, they didn't do that in the movie. Um, but again, they raised the stakes. They made uh, the, the the they took a sci-fi um, sort of horror thriller. I guess you can, so I, I don't know how, how people really want to classify uh, you know, Terminator, if you want to classify it as a horror movie or not. Um, but 
they turned it into something different. They turned it into an action, uh, an action type movie, which which has uh, a, a very cerebral story. Because here you're talking about okay, here's a kid who uh, was brought up in this militaristic household where you know his mother is telling him that he's the one who's going to be saving the world and stuff like that and you see how this is a, how this affected him and what it what what uh, you know how it changed him during the course of his his youth and then he you know meets meets this this uh terminator who you know he's been, been brought up to believe is is uh is his enemy and then wait a second he realizes that 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 he can actually, you know, teach this this uh, this cyborg in order to be able to help him. He, you know, he's his protector and stuff like that. And I thought that they just they presented it really well. In my opinion, I mean, Terminator Two: Judgment Day is the best of all the Terminator movies that they've had because it has so much heart in it. Yeah, I agree. It's so good, and I would say that sci-fi movies are probably the toughest sale for me i i appreciate some but i find a lot of them get so sort of caught up in world building that i end up getting very bored and <laughs> like something like blade runner i get why it's important and i get why it matters and why people love it but i just find myself falling asleep every time i watch it and uh it just doesn't i don't know they, i just feel like it's so focused on world building that it just feels so languid to me in in its tone and there's just a lot of them like that but i feel like terminator 2 it's it manages to just keep that keep that really interesting world building with skynet and everything and and uh sarah connor and and the characters are compelling. The Terminator is interesting. It's surprising after the first Terminator, kind of what happens. And I, and it's not, it's very exciting. It's not boring. And so, I don't know. I think it's, it's pretty special in that regard. Right. Okay. I mean, well, just a quick note on what you mentioned about Blade Runner. Uh, I'm, I'm, I'm a big sci-fi fan and I'm not a fan of Blade Runner. Okay. I fell asleep watching it. And I, when I saw the new one, I wasn't, a, I also wasn't a fan. Yeah. Uh, I, I have a lot of trouble with that one because because it's it's tries to be too metaphoric and existential than than to tell a real story. Yeah. And, and to me, that takes away from things. You know, yeah. like something like like Star Wars, which we won't start talking about because that'll <laughs> that'll, that'll take hours <laughs> if I start talking about Star Wars. Um, yeah. But Star Wars doesn't look. Star Wars tries to tell a fun, enjoyable. Uh, uh, story that feels like a fairy tale fantasy type of story, um, and something like Blade Runner takes it in the completely opposite direction. Yeah, I, 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 I agree. So I don't know. It's I know it's it's a favorite of many, but it's just never, just never been able to love it. But anyway, so my number five is uh, an '80s classic. <laughs> And I have The Princess Bride at number five. I, I know some people don't like it and think it's too silly, but I, I just think it's, I think it's really funny. I think it's got something for, in my opinion, it seems like to me it has something for everybody. It's got your sword fighting and your, your exciting action scenes. It's got your witty banter. It's got your great romance, which I love 
you know, my, my romantic movies. And uh, it's, I, Billy Crystal's hilarious in it. And I, you know, it's got a juicy villain who's, who's, I think, a lot of fun. You got the six-fingered man. You have, uh, <laughs> and the Rones of Usual Size. And uh, Wesley and Buttercup are so great. And I just really enjoy it. So that's why I have a number five. All right. I completely agree that that, that is such a great movie. Again, because we looked at, at how to, to, to gauge these differently. So Prince mm -hmm. Bride is not on my list, even though it's one of my favorite movies also. Um, it is my favorite movie of that particular year mm -hmm. of 1987. Um, yeah. uh, I'm, I'm actually trying to find the quote right now in order to, 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 to say it because because you said that it's got everything, it's got something for everybody. And the, the, the scene at the beginning where the, the grandfather played by Peter Falk is actually telling his grandson, you know, what is, what's in this, this Oh, you're book. right. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> Epitomizes what you just said. Mm -hmm. But I can't seem to find it. Um, but I, I know here, what you mean. Yeah. Here he says, he says, it's got fencing and fighting and torture and revenge and giants and monsters and chases and escapes true love, miracles, and then the grandson, played by Fred Savage, goes, eh, it doesn't sound too bad. I'll try to stay away. And in my uh, opinion, I actually think it improves upon the book. I know that's controversial, but... Wait, which book? The one by, by William Golding or by Morgan yeah. Oh, well, William Golding. Uh, Goldman, uh, whatever. <laughs> the, the original book. You didn't, I, get my joke. you didn't get my joke. Oh, okay. Oh, you're right. You're right. <laughs> it was <the> original. <laughs> but I don't know. I just found the, in I liked the interruptions with the grandpa and the kid way better than the interruptions by the author in the book. And I just found he was so obnoxious where it's so cute in the movie. And so for that reason alone, I just, I just liked the movie way better. And maybe it's unfair because I saw the movie first, then read the book, but you know what what, what whatever but no, it's, no, it's, it's a really good one and i think if you were going to take a movie and make it into a musical i think the princess bride would be a perfect choice i feel like it's got all the spots there where you could add a song very easily <laughs> mm, i can't say i agree with you on that one I, as again we're, we're, i'm someone who doesn't like people tampering with movies you know <laughs> yeah that's fair reason to try and remake them so to remake it as a musical uh, i don't know yeah that's fair but if you're gonna because that's the big thing on broadway right now is is adapting like the big one right now i know it's the same way in the theaters <laughs> that, that that people decide hey let's not think of new ideas let's take yeah. old ideas and and change them a little bit it's true yeah. Yeah, the big one right now is Tootsie getting all oh, the big Tonys and everything. <laughs> they adapt, you know, the Dustin Hoffman movie. But, exactly. but anyway, uh, so what do you have at, uh, what do you have at number four? All right, we're going, we're staying, staying in the theme of the 90s. <laughs> you have 1993 when Jurassic Park came out. Jurassic Park is oh. my number four, um, which again was, was such a mind-blowing movie when it came out. Um, the CGI pretty much still stands up these days. There are a few spots which, which are a little, uh, I guess you would say spotty if you rewatch it now. Um, but, but it's just, uh, it's, first of all, it's a great concept. Um, they, they were able to take Crichton's book and, and, and give us a really, really fun experience on screen. I mean, 
Spielberg was is amazing that he was able to to do that, especially when he was doing that at the same time that he was doing Schindler's List, which obviously is not a summer blockbuster. Uh, but yeah. but the idea for 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 a for a director to be able to to juggle making both of those movies at the same time where they are dynamically different yeah. with with what they what what they do and what they're trying to show and all that stuff is just yeah. amazing and. Uh, Jurassic Park was, was just such a thrill when it came out um, to be able to find because that was basically the first real CGI movie, which or a movie which was able to incorporate CGI properly and and make us believe things. I mean, obviously they had special effects beforehand, but but this is the first time where it was done um, in such a way that 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 everything feels as if it it flows and the interactions are are great. I mean, even back to what I mentioned about Star Wars, I and mean, even back in, when they did Star Wars where they were using, you know, uh, stop motion and, and all these other stuff of special effects, they worked, but they didn't work as well as the the way that, that, that this, uh, uh, that they did in Jurassic Park. Yeah. Yeah, I love Jurassic Park. It's one of my all-time favorite movies. I It's the movie I've seen the most in the theater of any other movie because it was in my theater that year just for forever like it went it was in the regular theaters for forever and then it was in the discount dollar theaters for forever and so i just kept going to see it and it was such a great like awe and spectacle and i feel i was just talking to somebody about this today that i feel like it's so hard now to get that sense of awe and spectacle in a movie you got it in endgame but I just feel like so many of these movies, they have these CGI creatures and they all end up kind of looking the same. And they're just not like something, I don't know, like Kong Skull Island or something like that, that you're supposed to be super impressed by the CGI creation. But we just had another movie, you know, with a giant CGI creation. So it's getting harder and harder to impress me. But when I first saw, and I mean, the Jurassic sequels, like they just they're just not they don't have that sense of on spectacle to me and, and it's very difficult to get that but uh when i first saw jurassic park and when they first come up on the dinosaur i, I don't know all their names but the i just remember just being blown away and i just Adler, the kid and the kids yeah lexi yeah it's um, i remember the boys that i can't remember Oh. what is it yeah i can't remember but timmy maybe i should know that but anyway it's it's an incredible movie and it's it's not just that it has this moments of on spectacle it has really good writing too like mm-hmm. the scene where john hammond and dr adler are just talking eating ice cream that scene is really well written and you get to know so much about both of those characters and i mean each of the characters is really well done uh, and uh, so it's not just a kind of a silly movie it's it's got some depth to it i think correct yeah very good choice. more than just some depth it's got a lot of depth yeah so my next choice is not the most deep movie i admit it but I don't know. I just thought it fit. I have Mad Max Fury Road as my next pick. I just think it's such, it's all in the desert. It's very hot. It's very kinetic 
and energetic and creative. And uh, it's like, I don't know, it's just something that just the more I see it, the more impressed I am with the visuals and the, and I feel like because the way I look at Mad Max Fury Road is kind of unique. I don't mind that there isn't like a ton of story because I feel like it's actually kind of an apocalyptic war movie. And it's all about these little battles between these various people and these cars. And, and so I, like most war movies are about the battle. They're not about some big plot. And so I'm fine with what it does because I don't think it outstays its welcome for me. It's not like super, I forget how long it is, but it's not super long. And I think you actually get some emotion from the Charlie's Throne character. Uh, and when they get there and they, they have to turn back and that's pretty, it's enough for me uh, to be uh, bonded with the character. And it's just so kinetic. It's so fun. So crazy. It's so creative. And so I think it's a really good example of, of this kind of summer movie that gets you excited about going to the movies. Okay. Once again, uh, you know, because I, I did my list a little differently than yours. So, yeah. so that in the movie that, that, uh, that made my list. Um, I, I thought it was, it was an okay Mad Max movie. I'm not, I'm not the biggest Mad Max fan. Mm -hmm. um, I mean, I've seen all, all uh, four of them. I believe it's four, three. I actually haven't. It's the only one I've seen. <laughs> but I need to work on that. But yeah, yeah so it's the only one I've seen. Warrior, there's Beyond Thunderdome, and yeah. there's Fury Road. So Fury Road, I think, was probably the best of the lot. Mm -hmm. uh, um, uh, but I, I found it to be a little bit too chaotic for, for my taste. I, I can like understand that. Chaotic. I um, I've seen it twice. Mm -hmm. uh, I, I really have little desire to go see it a third time. Mm -hmm. uh, but I probably might get around to it one of these days and watch it again. You should try, you should watch it in the Chrome edition, just because it's really interesting to see it. At least I thought it was interesting to see it in black and white. That was kind of cool. Um, okay. I will take yeah. that into consideration when, uh, when, when I consider trying to watch it again. <laughs> okay. Very good. So what do you have as your number four pick? My number four, we're going now back to the or, 80s. Yeah. Going back even further, than, further in time. And that actually is, is a good quote for, for this movie because we're talking about 1985 when Back to the Future oh, came out. Such a good one. Yeah. And that, uh, that was, that, I mean, I was, I was 11 when that came out. And I remember seeing it numerous times in theater because it was such a fun movie. Um, you know, and there was also the whole idea that, hey, I'm watching a movie in July that takes place in October. You know, it was like, I kept waiting for, you know, for, for, for October to come around and say, oh, this is the day that, that, that Back to the Future is actually happening. You know, that type of thing. Um, and again, it goes back to uh, uh, Steven Spielberg knowing how to uh, tell a story really well uh, with, with, with the use of special effects. Well, and um, Robert Zemeckis. And Robert Zemeckis, of course. Yeah. Um, right. I mean, there's Robert Zemeckis who directed it, but, but uh, yeah. Steven Spielberg was, was the, the, the push behind it all. Producer, yeah. Yeah. From the producing perspective, um, and it was just such a fun movie to watch when it first came out in the theater. And I remember also, um, I, 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 whenever people ask me what's my favorite movie trailer, it always comes back to Back to the Future because they, they had a teaser trailer 
<clears throat> which tells you absolutely nothing about the movie. And it, 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 it was able to, to, to make you want to see the movie so much, even though you knew nothing about it besides the fact that Michael J. Fox is in it with sunglasses. If you get a chance, you should check the, you should, you should look for that on YouTube. You can find it. It's like a, a 30 second uh, uh, teaser trailer, which basically just shows, I think, I, if I remember correctly, it shows, you know, Michael J. Fox putting on the sunglasses. And, and, and if I remember correctly, the door in, uh, door opening and, and, uh, and something with his, with his shoes or, or something like that. It's been a while since I've seen it. But, mm-hmm. uh, but it, it, it was the type of trailer that, 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 that they don't do these days nowadays. They, they, people wouldn't waste money on a trailer like that today, mm-hmm. even though it's something that's so effective. Yeah. Yeah, uh, it's, a, it's one of my all-time favorites as well. Uh, and your, your picks are so good. I really like your picks. I absolutely love, I think that, uh, that uh, Back to the Future is one of the most just purely likable movies uh, ever made. Like, I, 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 I just can't imagine... I'm sure there are people I, I'm sure, but I don't know. Like, it's just so likable. It's so charming. It's so funny. It's so, I, it's just, it's just great. Um, if you get a chance on, on my site years ago, I think it was like three or four years ago, I had a debate with somebody about back to the future because he's, he told me that he hated it. Ah. So I watch it and then we discussed it. And, and so I have a really long uh, review. That's a, a post review. That that's basically our conversations about about the movie. Me trying to convince him that it's not as bad as he thinks. That's so pretty, that's interesting. That but yeah, uh, I don't know. It's just it's such a likable. It's such a likable movie, and I, I I I absolutely I absolutely love it. I I got to do a couple of years ago. I I did a marathon at our local art house theater of uh, all three of them, and they had a they had a. Uh, DeLorean there and they had like it was really fun it was this whole big event we got t-shirts <laughs> so it, was, it was really a fun fun thing to do oh, so, wow. cool. yeah it was really fun yeah, as a little uh, a little fundraiser that they did but anyway so my next choice I love romantic comedies I love romantic movies and I think one of the best uh, one of the best and uh, one of the best summer movies uh, I would say is Dirty Dancing because uh, it's all about her basically growing up during the summer at the Poconos and becoming a, like transitioning from becoming a young adult to becoming a, a, a woman basically. And, and I think that Jennifer Grey and Patrick Swayze have such great chemistry. I think the movie's actually deeper than people give it credit for. It like takes on some weighty, themes i mean she has to deal with this woman getting an abortion she has to deal with uh you know this her relationship with her father who's you know who's a doctor and uh i i i think that it's it's there's a little more a uh, little more weight to it than just a fluffy dancing movie in my opinion and i you know i love the dancing scenes nobody puts baby in a corner is obviously iconic and uh i, I just I just really like it. So I, uh, yeah, so that's my next pick. Okay. I'm actually also a big fan of, of Dirty Dancing. I've seen it so many times because I have four older sisters and uh, yeah. they were, they used to watch it all the time. So, you know, me being a movie fan, even as a, as, as a, as a teen, you know, I still uh, would, 
would sit and watch whatever they were watching. Yeah. Because um, we didn't have that many TVs. Uh, <laughs> but uh, so I, everything you mentioned was great about it. I, I, I rewatched it a few months ago with my wife, who was also a fan of it. And we both really enjoyed it. Yeah. watching it again because you notice so many different things um as an adult watching movies that, that you loved as a kid um things that make a lot more sense yeah you know as a kid there uh, kids are, are much are are quicker to to dismiss things and not care about little things that are going on in the movie uh, but as an adult you, you see things in from a much different perspective yeah I think so. It, like it can be enjoyed on just sort of that light, frothy level if you just want to appreciate the dancing and whatever. But there is that I think that deeper level, and you really see her grow up and become her own person. Uh, I think by the end of it, so uh, it's it's really fun. It's a really fun one. So, uh, which what's your next one on your list? Okay, um, my number two is uh, actually we're, we're we're going into the future now to to the <laughs> mid two. Mm-hmm. Um, when the Dark Knight came out, ah, yes, that, that's uh, it's it's my favorite superhero movie. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's the best, in my opinion, of the trilogy of the Dark Knight uh, trilogy that you know from, from Christopher Nolan. Mm-hmm. And uh, I remember going to see this movie. First of all, I remember the trailer and really being psyched to see what's going to happen. You know how they're going to do it. With with the Joker versus Batman and stuff like that, you know, and there was all the hype also because, you know, Heath Ledger died almost a year earlier, you know, months earlier. Mm-hmm. And everyone, you know, and everyone knew that this was his final, you know, uh, big performance. And, uh, you know, there, there was a lot of hype about his performance also. So I was really looking forward to going to it. And I, I recall actually that on that particular day, on the day that it came out, because uh, Living in Israel, movies come out here on Thursdays. Okay. Uh, instead of on Friday. So, so I usually get the opportunity to, if, if I want to go see something in the theater, you know, on opening day, I get to usually see it before most people in the world, which is, is always a fun thing. Uh, Cause then I don't have to worry about spoilers and I get to actually be one of the first people to, to, to say that, okay, I saw this particular movie. Um, so I remember I, I had, a, I was having a pretty hard day. I don't remember the exact reasons behind it at the time or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, and I remember leaving work at around uh, you know twelve one o'clock whatever it was, and I went to the to the movie, and then I came back to work afterwards. And I remember that for hours afterwards, I was still shaking from from the the the, the, the exhilaration of of the movie because it was, it was such an amazing movie. It was two and a half hours, but it didn't feel like it. It just went. It just was was. Uh, an ongoing onslaught of, of action and thrills, but it also ha- has such a great message about uh, within it, you know, about the choices we make in life, mm-hmm. of what, to, how to do them, you know, and, and how to deal with the choices that we make in life. Yeah. You know, and, and, uh, you know, and, and, uh, you know, the idea of being good at all costs and, you know, to, and, and to be willing to, to sacrifice just about everything in order to, to get that. Um, so I found it to be very profound with the way that it, uh, that it did things. Mm-hmm. Um, and to me, that it's still one of my all-time top movies. It's, it's very honest. 
Yeah. It's a very good movie. I like it. I don't revere it as much as other people do, but I, 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 re- I do like it. It's a good movie. Uh, and I, I can totally see why you put it on your list. The only thing that, that I, I th- feel like could have been done better is that I feel like the transformation of Harvey Dent isn't 100% earned for me because he never is really shown to be that intimate with Rachel. Like he's, he never, they never, you never see them hardly uh, like kissing or being really that. I just, it, it find it hard. I found it hard to believe that, that he would sacrifice all his morals for this person that he, he didn't ever seem to be that close to, to me. And I felt like they could have done a better job of portraying that relationship i felt like you saw her almost more with bruce than you did with harvey and so that that's the only thing that doesn't quite work for me but it's a it's a really good movie i i I enjoy it and it's certainly a great comic book movie uh my favorite of batman movies is mask of the phantasm just partly because i love animation but i just love the way that that movie portrays the relationship between Bruce and Andrea Beaumont. I think it's so well done and you really get the idea of the, the, uh, the, the cost that Bruce has to pay in order to be Batman. And I, I just love the whole speech at the end with Alfred uh, talking about how he's worried that he's just walking that line and he's going to, if he's going to fall off uh, and, uh, uh, so that one's my favorite, but I totally see why Dark Knight is your favorite. It's most people's favorite, and it's a good movie, so I understand. <laughs> uh, so my number two on my list is a, an admittedly dopey movie, but I think there's a place for that in the summer. And I have Point Break and number two. <laughs> because okay. Point I, can, Break, I can definitely hear that. Point Break is got surfing it's got uh, lots of action and uh lots of good like one-liners and and it's got you know i guess it's just patrick swayze profile on my list but uh, i love you know love patrick swayze Keanu reeves uh, is great and uh, i just think it's a really it's just a really kinetic fun entertaining movie uh that you know a lot of movies have kind of copied since then i think uh, and, uh, so like fast and furious movies are definitely inspired by point break. And I just, I watched it at the same, the same local theater last, uh, last summer at the theater and, and we just had such a good time. And, uh, so I have it at number two. Okay. Um, I, I'm a big fan of point break. I know a lot of people who don't like it. Um, but, uh, for me, it's, it's, it's such a fun movie. Um, it, it's actually, in my opinion, the, the movie that, 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 that made um, Keanu Reeves an action star that, you know, we're even seeing today, you know, 30 years later, you know, with John Wick and, you know, how that all yeah. is. Uh, um, but, uh, you know, he's, he's great as this undercover FBI agent and his relationship with, with Patrick Swayze and, and uh, you know, the rest of the dead president. Uh, are, 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 yeah. is so fun to watch because again it's a, it's a film that has a lot of exhilaration in it you know yeah. it, it, it's it's written really in a way to 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 to, to, for, to for us to have to grab on and and hold on the entire yeah. the whole 
you know, it's it's not not as much as speed. I mean, speed they did it even even better. Yeah. From that perspective, just speed the, is you know, great. Years later. Yeah. Uh, but uh, yeah, so I think Point Break is is, is a very good choice because uh, again, if you're looking at summer movies, you know, you got you got surfing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> surfers that are only that are showing up in the summer and, and robbing banks. Yeah. So what's your last pick? Okay. My number one is probably one of my all time favorite movies. Cause I, I, I'm, I've never done a real, uh, you know, uh, favorite top, you know, top 10 movies of, of, you know, cause I've seen, I've seen thousands and thousands of movies. It's hard to, sure. to, to, to decide which one is, is slightly better than the other and stuff like that. Yeah. Um, but there's a the question that this movie is, is very high on this, on, on, list it's it's definitely in my top five but you know where in the top five i couldn't tell you um it's from 1998 uh saving private ryan oh okay yeah movie that i remember seeing in the theater and i will never forget seeing in the theater um i actually saw it twice in the theater because a friend of mine actually convinced me and said let's go see it again and i'm like oh come on why should i go see it again he says says we're never going to ever get the chance to see this type of movie in the theater again on the on the big screen yeah he says we should do it and and he convinced me really quickly um that maybe uh uh that maybe i should see it and and i mean i've seen it tens of times since then um it's it's always such a, an, an amazing movie to watch it's it's so mm-hmm. powerful uh visually forget about the story the story itself is powerful but but the the visuals that, that that Spielberg is able to 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 give us just says so much. Um, so much of the dialogue is via the visuals, um, or so much of the storytelling is via yeah. the visuals and stuff like that. Um, and I, again, I remember when it came out. I remember that 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 it didn't get as that much hype uh, at the time when it came out, but it still was able to. To, to, to tell such a powerful story. I mean, I've, I've heard, I've read, I haven't heard it personally, I've read mm-hmm. so many um, veterans of DJ, DJ, eBay mm-hmm. have broke down crying watching, yeah. watching that movie because it reminded them so much of the experiences that they went through um, because it was, it was apparently so accurate. Yeah, especially that first twenty minutes is incredible, and it's a yeah, it's a very it's a very good film and a very good ensemble ensemble film. And my top choice is going to seem very fluffy compared to your choice, but but I uh, the one that I thought of the most uh, and that I actually really love both the original and the remake is. I love the movie Parent Trap <laughs> and I picked it because it starts all the, the, the going to camp is such a, a crucial integral part of the whole story. It's where they meet, where they switch places and uh, them kind of all their shenanigans and they go hiking and they go do all these kind of summer activities. And I, I just think the casting in both versions of uh the um the parents is are so good and have such great chemistry in my opinion and i think 
but whether it's Haley Mills or Lindsay Lohan playing the twins, I think they do a great job. And I think they do a good job of, of really giving you two different characters. And uh, I, I don't know. I just, I think it's charming and uh, a really well-made family, both of them really well-made family films. And that's a big part of, big part of summer. So <laughs> that's what I have. All right. Yeah. I, I, I've seen both Parent Trap sites. I liked the, the first one. Uh, yeah. The second one I thought was just uh, a waste of time because it was uh, so similar. Basically, too similar. Yeah. Um, you know, again, it goes back to the whole whole. Uh, you know, again, it's Disney. Disney loves to remake movies. Yeah. I, I, I haven't been able to really figure out why. I mean, even something like I'm a big fan of Yours and Mine and Ours, the original, uh-huh. and people with Dennis Quaid and Rene Russo, who I think are both great actors, and it's just it's a waste. Yeah. You know, they, they try to, 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 to modernize things. Yeah, when it's certainly fair. I can understand it. I just felt like, I don't know. I, maybe I just saw it at the right age or something where I wasn't as picky about stuff like that. But, but I, I, I just really, I, I felt like it was different enough. And I thought that uh, the, I liked the little relationship between the butler and the nanny. <laughs> in this in the remake that was fun for me and uh but i get get what you're saying but if i had to pick i would pick the original uh because marina hara is incredible and she's i i I do love and she's so funny in it she's like (laughs) she's like five surgeons major reconstruction on my face just to look presentable before you you know I think that whole thing is really funny and I love Vicky <laughs> because part of the thing is I am such not an outdoors person. Like I, I do not like camping. You could submarine me so quickly. <laughs> if if uh, I ever dated anybody with kids and they were, they, they, they uh, should not watch that movie because they could do that to me very quickly. Cause, and I love, I love when, uh, I forget which version, when she's like, get me out of this stinking fresh air, because that's totally something that I would say. <laughs> <laughs> this might be somebody's version of fun, but it's not mine. And, <laughs> and yeah, so I, I, I relate to, you're the type of person who likes to watch these type of things on on, in movies but not to experience them yourself yeah that's right (laughs) so yeah it's it's interesting so let's go over our list real quick uh so i have wonder woman at number six i have princess bride number five mad max free road at four dirty dancing at three point break at number two and i have the parent trap uh, both new and old uh, at number one Okay, and my list is number six was Independence Day. Number five was Terminator 2 Judgment Day. Number four was Jurassic Park. Number three was Back to the Future. Number two was The Dark Knight. And number one is Saving Private Ryan. Very good. Very, very good. Well, this has been really fun. I think we have really solid lists. I like both of our lists. And so let us know in the comment section, if you're listening, let us know what your list would be what your favorites to watch in the summer or your favorites that released in the summer however you want to do it uh then make give us your list and uh and that would be fun and we can talk about it you can talk about it on twitter talk about it in the comment section whatever works for you and so that would be really fun so where can people find you your blog uh and you online 
Okay, well, you can find me, uh, my blog is uh, movieround.wordpress.com. Um, and as I said, every day uh, I have new reviews coming out, so people can always go there and check out new reviews. Um, the reviews are, are of movies from all time, you know, mix and match movies. Uh, you know, I, I can watch a movie, you know, an action movie from, from the 90s and then watch, uh, you know, uh, uh, a noir from the 50s followed by, uh, you know, uh, a sci-fi film from the 70s. I mean, it doesn't, to me, it doesn't make a difference. You know, I, I generally don't have a particular order of what I watch and when I watch them. Mm-hmm. Um, but I, I do my best to try and view them in order of when I've seen them. Um, my Twitter account is uh, Real Movie Rob. Um, and if anyone wants to contact me by email, my email is rob at movierob.net. Awesome. Well, that's so great. I'm so impressed with what you do. And uh, so very good. Make sure you guys are following Rob and you can follow me, Rachel's Reviews, all over social media and on iTunes and YouTube. If you're listening on iTunes, if you give us your ratings and reviews, we really appreciate it. If you're listening on YouTube, if you can give us a thumbs up, subscribe to the channel. I really appreciate that. And if you want more access exclusives and other fun stuff, both with my channel and with the Hallmarkies channel, which is my other channel, then consider becoming a patron. And I certainly appreciate that. And we have a secret Facebook group. So if you want to talk about stuff, latest releases uh, and uh, TV movies, movies, all that fun stuff, uh, you can become a member of the Facebook group. So that would be great. And uh, thanks again. And we'll have to, if you have ideas of topics that you think it would be fun for us to talk about, but those in the comment section, because uh, we definitely uh, would be curious to know and uh, hopefully we can get together again soon. All right. Sounds like fun. Okay. All right. Well, thanks. Bye. Bye.